The, the left-handed king is dead, and it looks like Brandon Elsesser killed him. Brown, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still looking for it. Where is it? Yeah, is that safe to say or no? <laughs> is that safe to say, Brandon, or you think he's got he's still got a lot more left in the tank? Oh, Travis. Yeah. Oh, um, I guess that depends on his motivation right now after the match. I mean, I guess uh, two things could happen. Either I retired him or he comes back with a vengeance and starts training his ass off and gets back to where he used to be. One of those two things that happen. Right. You know what's funny is that with, with, with arm wrestling, you, you never count anybody out. You, yep. know, you know, nobody thought that John Brzezink was going to come back and climb that ladder all the way back up to of Devin Larratt again, you know, right. and, um, and he did. I mean, um, and, and they just, you know, it seems like you get better and better with age. So I would never count, count a guy like that out, but so old man, still so waiting that, to get old man strength. I, I still can't wait till I get mine. Yeah. It's the guys on should go. How old are you now, Brandon? 30. Oh, you're a young dude. You got plenty of time to go. So, so, um, how did you wind up getting that match? Um, yeah, it's like the 15th time I've been asked this question. <laughs> exactly how to answer it. Um, Paul Italia was trying to get me a match and we were looking for people, couldn't find anybody. Um, and I guess Travis decided he would do it or something because we needed a match. I don't, I don't know the whole story, but. That I didn't care. I was, I was like, oh, I got a match with Travis. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Right, right, right. Of course. Now, going into that match. Now, of course, we're talking about Travis Bajan, right? Probably one of the best left-hand pullers ever. <clears throat> so, um, going into that match, I'm assuming that you were an underdog. Oh, yeah. Yep. On paper, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I'm assuming definitely you were an underdog. So, <clears throat> do you think he took you lightly, or did you beat the best Travis that he brought to the table? Um, I think that was the best Travis for his, the current version that he is right now. I don't think he, he took me lightly. I, I mean, he knows that he's not in his, his best shape, but, but he didn't take me lightly for on that given day. Mm-hmm. So not when, me. when you, okay, I'm going to ask you two questions to kind of, to kind of go together. But the first thing is, how does it feel knowing that you were the underdog and I'm sure I was blasting all over social media, how Travis is going to kill Brandon and blah, blah, blah. Brandon's not a chance, all this crap. How did it feel when you actually beat him and you were able to shut everybody down? <laughs> oh, it definitely felt amazing as, as soon as I, I mean, everybody was saying I didn't have a chance and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then I happened to beat Travis and all of a sudden everybody's saying, Oh, Travis wasn't training. It's like people are making excuses for Travis. Like, he doesn't. He doesn't need excuses. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like, I won the match. I was better on, on that day. That's that's the way it is. Even Travis is still Travis Page. Even if he's been on the couch for a couple years or whatever, it it doesn't fade that fast. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, he's not as good as he was, but he's still really good. He's he's relevant. And, and I'm a, say that again. I'm a lighter guy. I was only two fifteen that day. And how much was Travis? I, I don't know. He's, he's bigger than I am. 
heavier. But you are you are two fifteen quality, right? You know, yeah. I don't I don't know if that makes much of a difference in arm wrestling, but you're quality. You're you're a, you're a gym head. You're a fitness freak. You I mean you are all nothing. You're two fifteen muscle. Was Travis in shape? I don't even know. No, I mean he didn't. How how good a shape was he in when he was in his prime? I mean he was yeah he was never like a big fitness freak, right? Like, um, but you don't have to be to be an elite arm wrestler, you know. Yeah, I mean? you're right. You're right. Yeah, I mean, wrestling on a table doesn't make you jacked. No, you just right about that. Yeah. It makes you jacked, which doesn't necessarily even correlate to arm wrestling. So I mean, you can't really gauge off of that off of how somebody looks. No, you're I, you're, you're right. You're 100 percent right because John Brzezink was never a big gym guy, and it was probably the best arm wrestler ever. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, <clears throat> this. Explain the explain if you can explain the match because it seemed to be that one moment where you knew you had him and you could see the change on your face where you, where you knew okay I got this one this one's in the bag but before that it, you could tell it was kind of still sketchy explain the match okay um, the first match um, we got into a war right off the bat he was he was hitting surging the pad I was stopping him just just above it. Mm. three or four times or however many and then and then I started to smile because I I thought I was actually going to come back and win that match but I definitely knew for sure that I was gassing him out and that, that I was in it so that's why I was definitely smiling and he he ended up pinning me but it was an elbow foul and he fouled twice I guess so I ended up getting the win on that which he probably would have pinned me if he didn't foul but Anyways, I won that match. So then the second match, I was up one nothing. So I knew I had a mistake that I could make if possible. So I, I wanted – and I had the buckle. So I was like, oh, I'm going to try to hook him this time, which was a bad idea. And he ended up flashing me. If I would have stayed stuck with my plan for round one, it would have been another war again. But I, I tried going inside, and I didn't get my lock on him. Um, but of course, if he would have won the first round, I wouldn't have tried that in the second round. Mm. So I think the second round would have been like the third round if he won the first round. <laughs> that makes I sense. See. Yeah. So in the third round, I, I, I dug in harder. I dug in deeper and I wore him out and, and I finished him. I ended up finishing him off with the press. So it was only two out of three. Accurate? Yeah. Best of three. You think things would have been different if it was three out of five or five out of five out of seven? I think at that point I was just gaining and gaining more and more off of him. I think it would have eventually, if we would have kept going, eventually it probably would have went to where I got hand control on him. I, that's just my opinion, but I I had plenty in the tank. You said in the first match you you knew you were guessing him out. How'd you know? I could just tell his his hit was fading a little bit. I was stopping him closer to the pad. I was getting comfortable. And I, he, he had, like, one good surge left in him, and he, he got me out of my shoulder. But I was still confident after that because I, I just knew. He was he, – I was – I just knew. <laughs> His power left-handed, were you surprised? Did it feel like a ton? Or were you like, oh, I can handle this? Yeah, his hand was stronger than mine, I could tell. Not out of the straps. Out of the straps, we felt kind of even, but we kept slipping. In the straps, he had a little more back pressure or something. His his hand was a little stronger than mine. I could tell. I knew I wasn't going to be able to 
um, get hand control on him. But my that was what I expected before even going into the match. My plan was I'm probably going to lose my hand. I got to get to my side of the sta- table and and get my lock with my with my bicep in there and hold him off that way because I'm I'm ver- I'm still very strong there without my hand and that was my game plan. Was it surprising or did you know you were going to lose your hand? Wasn't surprising. No, I I, I expected to. No. I, I I was gonna. I mean, I didn't know a hundred percent sure that I was gonna lose my hand, but I was I was prepared to lose my hand. And I knew right in the setup before the ref said go that I was going to lose my hand. So I wasn't even fighting up top. I was just getting my grip and dragging backwards and, and keeping my shoulder inside my body. That's all. That was my focus. Was there anything else that surprised you? Did he kind of – is there a – let me rephrase that. Is there a difference when you're pulling somebody like Travis or a Devin or a John Brzezink? I mean, you could basically put them all in the same category because they're like, the, you know, the best – you know, the best North Americans. Are there, are there things that they do that make them better or things that they like tricks that they have that the average puller doesn't have? Um, I would say there is, I think everybody's kind of perfected their own game. Like I think Travis probably knows things that John doesn't know. And John knows things that Travis doesn't know. I might even know something that neither one of them know. Mm. Larrett might know all of it. Who? I mean, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Mixed martial arts, like everybody's got different styles and perfects their own games. And like, there's many ways to skin a cat. Mm. I don't, I don't, I couldn't say which is the best. There's a counter, pretty much every. Was his power fading, or just his his gas was fading? He was running out of gas. Well, I think he was both. I mean, they kind of. Okay. They go get kind of go hand in hand, right? I guess if you're gonna if you're gonna gas out, you're gonna lose power, right? Which might it goes back to our original, uh, what we were talking about originally. Um, maybe if he was more of a fitness guy, maybe he wouldn't have gassed out so easy. Maybe, or if he just had been training. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe, yeah. I talked to him a few days before the match, and I was just fucking. I was like. Oh, by the way, how, how, how long you been training for? And he seemed pretty serious. He's like, oh, I can't remember if he said two months or four months, but he said he'd been training for two or four months. And he's like, oh, I'll be honest, I could probably uh, beat Sean Latimer right now. That's what he told me. Mm-hmm. So now I got to go find Sean Latimer. I was gonna, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, since, since, that, yeah, since that happened, what, what's the future? What's happening now? What's next? Yeah, well, Sean Latimer, if you're listening, I'm, I'm going to get you next time. Well, I'll make, sure I, I'll make sure I send this to him uh, because, uh, I don't know, it, my, my podcast is weird. I could put on a video and I might get like, I've had videos where I've had like 35,000 views and then I get, I put on a video and I get like, you know, 30. I'm like, what the fuck? So, <laughs> so I'll make sure I send it to him, you know, hopefully yeah. you guys get that going. Mm-hmm. What's ch- Has anything changed? Are there more haters now or are there more uh, guys, you know, kind of patting you on the back or has anything changed since then? Yeah, there's, yeah, there's more of both. Okay, go ahead. I'm not exactly, there's definitely a lot, lot, I didn't have many haters before, but now since I started my YouTube and posting stuff, there's a lot of guys saying stuff like, I don't even know who this person is, but okay. Mm. 
<laughs> Doesn't bother. So now, who's, what's your YouTube? I didn't even know you had a YouTube channel. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Brandon Alsacer, the arm mm. wrestling. I just started it like two weeks ago. Brandon Alsacer, what is it? The arm wrestling what? Yeah, the arm wrestling journey. Oh, the arm wrestling journey. Okay. I'll make sure that I put it in the description area. Yeah, I've, I've, I started like two weeks ago. I've got like six or eight videos up already or something, trying to, trying to get some more subscribers. I was going to say, you probably have more subscribers than me by now. You know, it always helps when you're like the person in the sport as opposed to the interviewer mm -hmm. or the critic. <laughs> right. As long as you're interesting, I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm not, which is why I have people on you like you on. <laughs> yeah. um, so what made you go into arm wrestling? Because you're 30 years old. You're obviously uh, really into fitness. You know, I've seen your videos. You're, you're a big gym head. Yep, yeah, my 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 dad was a professional arm wrestler growing okay. up. So yeah, that was pretty much inevitable. But I never actually did it. I never even went to a single practice until I was nineteen, twenty years old. Mm -hmm. I didn't arm wrestle any more than anybody else. I didn't have no like advantage and I'd say my genetics are average, slightly above average. So I mean it's I, it's not because my dad was a professional arm wrestler why I'm really good, but he is the reason why I got started. And I got started with a group of guys that have plenty of experience in national titles between like three or four of them. So I had a good group to get me started mm -hmm. for sure. All right. That, I mean, that's, that seems to be a lot when you have somebody in your family. You know, I actually had Steve Walker and Madison Walker on and, um, you know, the father-daughter duo. Steve um, Walker? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Steve and Madison Walker. I mean, great people. And she is she's a sweetheart. And he's a good dude, too. And she is going to be one hell of a one hell of an arm wrestler. She's only 20 years old. She already has a world title. I mean, she's going to be one hell of an arm wrestler. Yeah. yeah Did you play any other sports growing up? or? Uh, I never really stuck to anything for very long. Um, my favorite sport was dodgeball and gym class. <laughs> If that was a real sport, I wouldn't be arm wrestling right now. Yeah. Playing <laughs> was that your favorite movie too? Nah, it was all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, I didn't play any sports in, in high school. My favorite sport was uh, chasing girls. That was about it. That was about all I did. You know, it's unbelievable, like, the cloud that you're in when you're in high school. It was like all I did was hang out on the corner with my friends, uh, drink beer, smoke weed, and chase women. And that was, that was my whole, that was pretty much my whole high school experience. <laughs> You're into man. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you some, um, some, what do you call a question? Opinion question. So what do you think? Uh, Devin or Levon? Mm, gotta be pancake Devin. Can't be regular Devin. Yeah. Right. Gotta be like pancake, like every day, Devin. <laughs> He's gotta be like, 315, 330 pounds. Yeah. Uh, Levon is like, I would normally pick Levon, but since Devin has like, you know, whatever, another five months to get ready for it, it probably, uh, I would just give him a better chance. But, uh, mm. What about Michael Todd and Gennady? Mm. I just talked to Michael Todd on the phone today. We were talking about that a little bit. Um, I'm going to go with Michael Todd. I think, I don't know. He's his style is trouble for anybody, and I've just I, don't, I I believe he's gonna come in 
heavy and do his thing. Yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna go with Michael Todd too. And uh, what's funny is I spoke to him on the phone accidentally. So, <laughs> so it's not like him and I are boys or anything. But what happened was I I interviewed him once before, right? Huh? And uh, I then I heard he was pulling Gennady. So I texted him. I was like, can you come back on the podcast? You know, and talk about your upcoming match. And he calls me up and he goes, uh, I don't know who this is. And I was like, it's, it's John. You were on my podcast, you know, Serious and Silliness. And he's like, oh, oh. He's like, yeah, man, I'm not doing any podcast until after the, uh, until after the, the, the match. He's like, I'm really concentrating on it. And I think, yeah. he, I think he really feels like he doesn't have a choice. He has to win this. So mm. I, I'm going to go with him on this one because I, I really think that he is, he, is, he is just letting it all hang out. He's, he's going in 110% because he, he really feels after that, <clears throat> after that Devin match, I think he really feels he's got a point to prove and he's got to win this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they both got to kind of have to win this one because Gennady just lost uh, uh, Ermes Gasparini, I believe it was. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just going to go with Michael Todd because he's American, so screw it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, he called me today. It was like, I live in New York, and my phone's ringing. Uh, I gave him my number a few hours before. My phone was ringing. It was like Little Rock, Arkansas. I was like, hmm, no, my card was warranty. He's gonna, they're going to say my card warranty is expired. Yeah, like, yeah. That's oh, got to be Michael Todd, <laughs> so I answered it. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it's always something else when, like, you know, somebody like that. Because, you know, he seems like regular dude, down-to-earth dude, you know. When I, I actually met him at the Mr. Olympia contest, I just walked up to him and said, you know, I have a podcast. Can you be on it? He's like, yeah, no problem. He gave me his number right there. And yeah. man, of his, man of his word came right on, and we bullshitted for about a half hour. A great interview, you know. Um, yeah. And uh, does a lot for the sport. Is you know, tremendous uh, champion True. of the sport. Yeah. So now, what is before you have a match set? Do you still train hard, or you kind of take some time off after a big match, and then once you have something set, you go back into it? What's uh, what's the training like? <laughs> really, almost almost never changes. Um, I'm not saying that I do it the right way because I probably don't take enough time off before matches. I'm always like looking ahead to like the future like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know so i can get to the highest peak possible 10 years from now so i don't want to like stop training now but it probably would be advantageous sometimes if i took it a little easier but i'm an arm wrestler can't help myself yeah I that's it that's what you are you're a competitive athlete and arm wrestling is your sport sure i'd do it every day if i could if i had somebody to train with <laughs> Do you have a crew? Do you have a group? Yeah, I got, uh, I got, there's, there's a bunch of people in different areas all around me that I could go train with. Um, I train on the weekends with, uh, my, my one training partner. Um, and I, uh, teaching a group of guys, on during the week, they're, I don't want to say teaching necessarily, but I, I guide them a little bit and we just arm wrestle and practice and have, have fun. So oh, that's I, I train on a table. Nice. Where in New York do you live? Upstate? Uh, Syracuse? Uh, by Rochester. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I, 
I live in Jersey, but I grew up in New York, but I grew up in New York City. Hmm. So one last question, and I'm going to let you go. Okay. How often do you get mistaken for, uh, I forgot his name. Hold on. Eric, Aaron McRae from Jackass. <laughs> yeah. Eric, what's his name? Aaron Mc, I think he's like, I think it's like, his first name is Aaron. His last name is, uh, McGahey. That's it. Aaron McGahey from Jackass. Hmm. Is he one, he's not one of the main characters, is he? Oh yeah. He's one of the main characters, but you're like, you're like, he's like a skinny version of you. I'd know him if I saw him. I've seen that show a million times back in the day. Yeah. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just retarded. Oh, <laughs> what'd you say? Nobody's ever uh, told me I look like him. I'll send you. I'll send you a, uh, a picture of him. Because, except that you're like, you're like a, a buff version of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you have all your teeth because he was the guy that got yeah. his teeth pulled out. Remember? You remember uh, they they attached his uh, fishing line to his tooth to I think it was Bam's Lamborghini. I do kind of remember that. I just can't remember what he looks like. Ain't and they and they took off in the Lambo. And his tooth came flying out. And uh, so. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's missing a tooth. That's definitely him. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the guy for the, got his tooth pulled with the Lambo. Yeah, that was pretty good. I think they're coming out with another one, actually. I think they got another jackass coming out. Oh, nice. Yeah, except the guys are in there like late forties now. It's not going to be, uh, you know. Yeah, if they're still doing that in their late forties. That's. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I think Johnny Knoxville's forty nine, actually. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if they can keep up with their younger versions of themselves. No, are you kidding? Forget it. I, I mean, think about it. I mean, you're thirty. I'm forty five, and I've always been a gym nut too. The different wait, just wait, just wait till you get to forty. Like I still, I have to do, like today, right after work, I went to the gym, and I did, I did five warm up sets before I even got started into the workout. Right. Yeah, you know, because it's like, all, all, yeah, I had to get all the kinks out and so on and so forth. Because if if not, like. But just start throwing on the weight, it's like the pain comes and so on and so forth. It's unbelievable. Eh, whatever. Oh, yeah. I noticed that a little more each year already. All right. So, Brandon, what, who, who are you calling out? What's his name? <clears throat> uh, well, uh, who did I say? Sean Latimer? That's it. Sean Latimer. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll run into him eventually. I'll, ju I'll, I'll jump right in his weight class. He, right. he, can't, he can't hide. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to put on this on this video. I'm going to put Brandon interview. Brandon L. Sesser calls out Sean Latimer. So I'll see. Well, I, already, I already called out Michael Todd in a in a YouTube video uh, yesterday. So I don't. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I want a toilet bowl. I want a toilet made out of gold. You know, sometimes you're not going to get what you want. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. We'll yeah, see. exactly. Brandon. Yeah, all hands, Mike, Michael Todd's all arm. What's the difference? Yeah, I got, it's, I got a little bit for each of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's see what happens with him and Gennady because I have a feeling that I have a feeling that whoever wins that is going to go with the uh, the uh, Devin Levon, the winner of Devin yeah. Levon. You know, so. 
Well, you know, uh, somewhere down the road, you know, maybe. But as of right now, Sean Latimer, he's public enemy number one. Yes. And uh, we'll see where we go from there. Brandon, thanks a lot, dude. I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having me. Of course, I appreciate your time. And, uh, man, congratulations. Seriously. Um, it's, it's always fun to see the new blood coming up and taking down, uh, taking down the, the, the old champions. You know what I mean? It's always fun seeing that. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I, congratulations. I, I appreciate it when I watch uh, the young guys like that and have all that work ethic and whatnot. It's, it's, it's a good, good to see. All right, brother. Yeah, Keep it up. Definitely. Have a good night. All right, you too, man. Bye. Later.